Welcome to the Judaism From Within podcast. My name is Simi Lerner, coming to you from Ramat Shemesh in Israel. This is the podcast where we bring to light and develop the thinking of one of the most profound and relevant thinkers of the past 200 years, Rav Shamshin Rafal Hirsch. And now we are working our way through his work Chorev, where in a transformative and relevant way we discuss his perspective on the duties and the expectations of the Torah. I hope you enjoy. There are very few moral imperatives or moral expectations on humanity quite like Don Le Cav Schuss, judging your neighbor favorably. The reason why it is so central is not only for the obvious philosophical implications that come along with it, but also for how you look at other people and how you look at yourself. This is the true lens we are asked to wear, and the metaphor of lenses will constantly re-articulate itself throughout Rav Hirsch's teachings, especially at the end of this section which he calls Tyrus. Remember, what we've been doing over the past 20 lectures has been really discussing the category of mitzvahs that Rav Hirsch refers to as Tyrus. And next week we're going to take the transition to the next stage, which are called Edos, and we'll discuss that transition. But this is the last one, and in a way it encapsulates all of them, because Don Le Katschus is asking you to look at the world with a certain viewpoint, taking certain assumptions. If I look at the world and look at my neighbor and I always judge him favorably, and it's interesting to point out that when it comes to our own lives, we of course judge ourselves favorably. It's not that it's difficult to judge someone favorably, it's difficult to do it to someone else. It's always an interesting question that when we reflect on are we good people, no one looks at themselves and says they're a bad person. Everybody looks at themselves favorably, and the reason we do that, I suppose, on some level, is that we judge ourselves based off our intentions. Generally speaking, we have good intentions. We don't judge ourselves based off our actions. We judge ourselves based off our intentions. When it comes to other people, we primarily judge them based off their actions. We don't take into account their mitigating circumstances. And this really points out the philosophical principle, because God has handed everybody a different package. Different genes, different society, and a different culture, and a different family. We don't know what goes into that infinitely complex web of decisions that follow through to an action. But we judge the action. We judge the action with a lot of assumptions of what went into that decision. Rav Hirsch says we are called upon as Jewish people to look at the world through the lens of, I want to be an advocate for that person. And he brings us back to that key principle. The key principle that once again flows through so much of Rav Hirsch's teachings is this principle of love that we have to have towards humanity. Love that is supposed to be a reflection of God. What we mean by love, what we mean by the Torah, has to flow around this language. Because if it doesn't, we lose the moral content of Judaism. So in its key expression, being don de kavschus, is having this principle of love be an advocate, be a defense attorney, in your inner world, for people you experience. Because you love yourself. I don't mean that in some sort of egotistical way, but we do connect to who we are, and we judge ourselves favorably based off the intentions we have when we act in the world. But when we look at other people, that advocate might not be there. So the cultivation of love we are supposed to have for our neighbors should live itself out in how we judge them. Even 
if we've been wrong before. We have been wrong. Seven times you could be wrong in judging someone favorably and you found out that you were wrong and you judged favorably too quickly. Rav Hirsch says that yes, that might happen. And clearly that is a danger. But better to judge too many favorably than one person wrongly. But now let us talk of the other side of the fence. The fence of what happens when you don't judge favorably. We've spoken about what makes you or should compel you to judge favorably. But what are you doing on a symbolic level if you don't judge favorably and why it is so devastating? Because with symbolic language expressing this best, you kill that person inside you. I know that's a bit of an abstract way of phrasing it, but Rav Hirsch uses that sort of metaphorical language because it really is reflective of the lived experience of individuals. When I look at a person and I have a certain disposition towards them, I then hear something, I see something, and I allow that to affect their character as it exists in my perception, they die. Their character, their being, no longer exists within me the way it did, which means I relate to them differently. I talk about them differently. And we can see how this will manifest in so many other areas of life in relation to that person. Now, that doesn't mean we don't put things in place to protect ourselves. We've discussed this. But we're talking about what sort of person you want to become. Bringing us back to our first point, you want to be the sort of person who has the advocate within you that you should have for others. You judge the people based off their intentions, based off the best picture that you could possibly lay out. You're not always going to be successful, but if we strive for this sort of perception, we strive to become the type of people who have this principle at our core, we will view the world differently, and we will not run the risk of killing them within ourselves, destroying a person's character and our relationship to them, forget externally, internally which will manifest in action. Because remember, this principle that has played itself through all of the terrorists of Rav Hirsch is a principle almost of philosophy that lives itself in action in the world. And every one of these things starts at the level of the heart, of the soul, but lives itself out in the world. And being Don Lekavschus, this is clear to see. And he explains this reference in Pirkei Avot, which refers to us to, calls on us to be circumspect in judgment, not to be hasty in judgment. When we discuss the paragraph that there are three things that the men of the Great Assembly put forward to us, this is after talking about the revelation in terms of the continuation of the Messiah, the first principle that is put down on the table, in a way should characterize everything else. And in the way Rav Hirsch puts the seal on his discussion of Tyros with this very first principle that Perkyov has put down, don't be hasty in judgment, because to do this, you really break down the core principles of how a Jew should be looking at the world. You dismantle the principles of love and you build in that vacuum that you've created, in that space that you've created within yourself that should have been the love that you should have for your fellow, you create resentment, you create dislike, you create distance. Yes, we have to protect ourselves, but this key principle can really build us into the type of people that can go on the Jewish mission. So, with that being the seal of the category of Tyrus, we can now move on. Have a wonderful week.